everybody, and welcome to episode 376 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. Wherever you are in your own home playing magic, we are here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. And I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, uh, we are basically packing in several weeks worth of shows into one show because Ikoria previews have begun and will end by the end of this week. So we've got That's a right. lot of previewing to do. <laughs> Just like they have condensed their preview season, we are condensing the amount of time that we have to talk about it. Just like condensed milk is a condensed version of milk, uh, these previews will be a power milk that you just add water to oh wait maria condensed milk is not is not powder oh wait i'm thinking of two different things yes <laughs> you're thinking of powdered, of like powdered milk. milk yeah yeah <laughs> which is a powder and i think also, you do just add water to it i think i, I don't think know. so also it was weirdly all sold out at the grocery store i just like that was one of the things that i like noticed when i went wait condensed or powdered aisle. which one powdered milk was all out like people wow. apparently were like, we need this just in case. Because I guess it's more shelf stable. I've heard about Anyways. yeast being out everywhere. Yes, I've also noticed that. Um, did you? <laughs> I've I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh wait, I would remember. Okay, man, my brain is just on a it's just on a long slow decline. The this longer is, that we're this is your brain on quarantine. People. Yeah, exactly. Um, have you ever seen? sweetened like condensed milk that isn't sweetened condensed milk i don't know like it's just condensed milk maybe also is is what i'm describing now just evaporated milk which is still milk and is a liquid which it should not be based on the fact that it's called evaporated i don't know yeah i don't know either i don't know but i've been hearing a lot of people are baking bread and you can make your own bread without any yeast uh sourdough and that that's a cool thing people are doing right now yeah it seems like something you would do is what i'm saying yes look i have thought about it we know several people that have sourdough starter yeah i've thought about messaging them and being like hook me up with some of your sourdough starter man yeah i've been eating a lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches oh i love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches though so i can't be too sad I don't remember the last time that I ate one before this, but now I've eaten three in the past three days. Oh, Megan, now I want one. I'm sorry. It's happening again where I'm hungry during this episode. We did this last week where Ah. I described lots of kinds of food. (laughs) What are you having fun cooking at your house? Uh, Tweet at us at uh, GLHF Magic with the hashtag. Quarantine cooking. Quarantine cooking. Great hashtag. But yeah, I mean, this this is unprecedented to have the set you know, starting to be previewed and fully previewed within a week's time. Normally it takes yeah. like a month. Um, and with like a very strange sequence of like play events available for it. Yeah. Because it's going to be like, you're gonna be able to play it on arena and magic online, but then the paper like tabletop release, at least in North America um, and Latin America isn't until next month until may may yeah may 15th mm-hmm. or whatever i mean as so, right now maybe it'll be even later who knows who knows it is a strange time that we are living in and put this but, on know. top of it Acoria is banana nuts this set is wild it feels like an unset megan yes uh i think but i believe that when like previews first started dropping you had texted me some and i looked at them and i was just like the, am i having a fever dream yeah it's like a fever because dream is that what this is? So <laughs> it just 
That's what it feels like. In every way imaginable, this set is unprecedented and makes everything feel strange and unusual and yes. like we're having a fever dream. Yeah. Um, but before we get into talking more about Akoria previews, which are obviously like the top bill of today. Oh, and by the those... way, we have oh, a pre- yeah. we've got two preview cards. Just want to make sure That's you right. all know that. That's right. Um, and we'll talk some about the commander previews also because yes. those are happening too. Yeah. Um, but before we do any of that, we have to thank certain people. The f- number one people we thank, number one people we thank, uh, are those of you who are patrons of the show. Thank you so much um, for helping us and supporting us. And especially a huge warm welcome to everyone who joined our Patreon family in the month of April. Yes, we're so excited to have you. We can't wait for the family reunion later this year where we have yeah. a, a corn feed sack races and yep. a watermelon dish of uh i don't know what it's gonna be but it is a watermelon like it's a dish made out of a watermelon and there's probably like jello or something in there that's gonna be at the reunion too so i feel like you you took like when you're talking about this watermelon dish full of jello yeah you took a watermelon took out something inside of it that was good and replaced it with something worse (laughs) (laughs) yeah that is probably what usually happens that's just what you did when you You hollow in a watermelon take out out the good part of this what can we put in here that is not as good (laughs) yeah sorry that's gonna be at our family reunion everybody uh but you know what it'll be a good time actually we do have a family reunion happening 24 7 over in our patreon discord channel which is such a lovely place and you get access to it at any dollar amount. So if you didn't sign up in uh, March, consider signing up in April. It's just five bucks for squirrel level. It's a, it's a really awesome time. And like we've mentioned on a bunch of shows, this is a super hard time for gig workers of which Megan and I are part of that and uh, lost a lot of money because of canceled magic events. And who knows how long that's going to go on? Who knows when we're going to be able to do a, that job again? Yeah. Nobody knows. Um, so your support has been invaluable in helping us continue to survive as human beings in this world. So thank yes. you so, so much, everybody who pledged, everybody who increased their pledge, and everybody who will after listening to the show. You can do it in about 30 seconds over on patreon.com slash glhfmagic. Yeah, it only takes a hot second. And we have at this point, we have we all have hot minutes to spare. Oh, we sure do. Hot hours even. Hot hours. <laughs> uh, thank you as well to our amazing sponsor card kingdom uh, cardkingdom.com slash glhf magic they are not currently uh shipping because of seattle's stay at home orders but they you know they will be again hopefully very soon in the future and they're still just a wonderful company that is providing so much support um to to so many members of the magic community during this difficult time yeah we couldn't ask for better sponsors who are here for us even though they've had to pause their business so please Mm -hmm. please please keep them in mind when you're thinking about ordering some magical supplies for yourself um they hope to have their warehouse open again soon and they are still doing their buy list uh individual cards and that kind of stuff so uh just go over to their website carkinum.com slash glhf is our affiliate link and check them out during this tough time and then after we all get through this which we will by the way yes we will check them out again because they have been there for us and hopefully we can all be there for them as well okay everybody it's time to talk about those sweet sweet ikoria previews oh holy smokes there are a lot of them and megan before we get into them uh first things first is we need to say 
Congratulations, because you nailed mutate on the head. <laughs> I I screamed <laughs> when, I, when I realized how right I was. Because we joke a lot about uh about our predictions. Yes, yeah. And in the past, we have been like various amounts of correct and wildly incorrect. It's true. But I believe that this is the closest that I have ever come. Um, almost exactly correct you know what i think that you came very close when you well this isn't the same but you said there was going to be a shipwrecked jace on ixalan and that happened oh man okay that's true yeah but that's like a that was like a flavor one yeah yeah um and this yeah i i, I don't know what to say <laughs> i mean i you get, scream you get a you get a ribbon a blue ribbon that says oh. i got it right that's Great. all it says on it <laughs> <laughs> And people will see that and they'll be like, yeah. what did you get right? And I'll be like, it, 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 it. that ribbon should <laughs> exist. Uh, side note, that ribbon should exist. Yes. Um, what I do you say right. to get into these preview cards um, that we just kick things off with our two preview cards for good luck high five? Yes, I say yes. Okay, so. Let's talk about these preview cards. Megan and I got oh. not one, but two oh. preview cards for Coria Lair Behemoths. And yes. these cards are amazing. Oh my goodness. Okay. So let's, I'm going to start us off with Majestic Oricorn. Oh my gosh. It's a unicorn. It's a unicorn. And I love that it's not like, it's not like a classic horse unicorn. It's some kind of like hybrid beastie unicorn thing. I love it. It looks yes. so weird. It looks like this is the sound that it makes. Okay, ready? Are you ready for the sound this creature makes? There's literally no way that I could be ready, Okay, but go for it. <laughs> this is the sound it makes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you yep. think? Yeah, I 100% agree yeah. with you. Yeah. That is what it looks like this makes. Four and a white for a 4-4 four, four vigilance. And it says, whenever this creature mutates, you gain four life. And of course, it has mutate for three and a white. If you cast this spell for its mutate cost, put it over or under target non-human creature you own. They mutate into the creature on top, plus all abilities from under it. It's so beautiful. I love its yeah. mane. It's got a long flowing mane. It's got the classic unicorn horn, but it also mm -hmm. has a bunch of unicorns corn horns or horns like, i guess sticking spikes, spikes sticking out yeah. of the rest of its body oh uh, yeah and it has like some kind of like lion like lion mane yeah thing also oh, beautiful it's great really cool what i think is cool about this too is you know seeing an uncommon mutate creature is really neat because when mutate was first previewed all those cards seemed you know completely busted and so yeah. the big question was what will mutate look at uncommon and common and here you know you get a pretty nice bonus for life but you know it's not the most splashy thing in the entire world so yeah. it'll be interesting to see how often you actually want to mutate and kind of put a target on your creatures as much yeah. as like just playing this out for as a four four for five mana yeah, for sure. With vigilance. <laughs> uh, so, Maria, we, as you mentioned, we do have a second. Yes. Preview. And thank you to Wizards of the Coast for these free previews because I think they were right in giving us two unicorns. Yes. And this two second unicorn. Two beautiful unis. Uh, this one is Splendor Mare, and it is splendid. It is a what creature are, elk unicorn. Maria, what are you and I but two splendid unis? Oh. Thank you. Best compliment we could ever receive. 
Anyway, uh, sorry. Continue. Yeah, it's two and a white at uncommon for a three three. It has lifelink, so uh, lifelink something at white here. It looks like cycling for one and a white, which a plus. Let's put cycling Ugh. on so many cards. Let's just yes. do it. Uh, which is one and a white. Discard this card. Draw a card. So it's really great. You can just discard it draw a card if you don't need this creature at all when you cycle splendor mare put a lifelink counter on target creature you control this card I love it is great not it's only so is good. it a, a three three for three in white which with lifelink never happens yeah with lifelink that is extremely good stats for this creature yes but the cycling just like moves it up in estimation a huge amount because yeah. just put this in your deck. It's going to make your deck better no matter what. And you get to put a lifelink counter on something. That's huge. Oh, I Yeah, there's like, I love every aspect of this. I also love that these unicorns have long brushy tails. Oh, yeah, I'm this one does that. have a, it's got a long brushy tail and it's got glowing antlers. Yeah, like elemental stag antlers. Really cool. Um, It's just, I love... Um, we had talked about keyword counters and like what that means. Yeah. And so it means, you know, like there are counters that will give a keyword, which is very, very cool. And that, yeah, that you still get like some bonus out of this card besides just drawing another card when you cycle it is excellent. I love everything about it. Yeah. I think Splendor Mare in Limited is going to be a very, very solid card. Um, oh yeah as long as white is a color that you want to be drafting or putting you're gonna want to have this card in your deck if you're, you're gonna want to have that card in your deck it's better than majestic oracorn in my opinion but it will be really interesting to find out exactly how highly prized a mechanic like mutate is on any card yeah um for sure so maybe i end up being wrong about that but i think splendor mare is just like that card is great yeah for sure so once again thank you wizards for these free preview cards um Two beautiful unicorns in Ikoria Lair of Behemoths. Will unicorn decks be a thing? Probably not. But, you know, if you've got like a unicorn like commander thing going or whatever, like here you go. Here's two more cards to put in that deck too. I think unicorn's a super, super cool creature type and I'm glad they keep printing cards with it. Honestly, Maria, where do we even start with the rest of these? I... I don't know. It is an overwhelming amount of information, but I okay. think that we can start with the two planeswalkers that we have seen yeah. so far for this set. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. And I'm looking right now. So there's a, a couple of different like alternate card styles that they have introduced with this set. And these, these two come in one of my favorites, which is this, this new like comic book art style. It's so cool. It is so good. So we have Vivian Monsters Advocate. And she's in the trailer for Ikoria too, by the way, which yes. being like a total BA, she's great. <laughs> yeah. So she is um, three green green and her she has a static ability that says you may look at the top card of your library anytime. You may cast creature spells from the top of your library. Her plus one is create a 3-3 three, three green beast creature token. Put your choice of a vigilance counter, a reach counter, or a trample counter on it. Interesting. What an excellent plus one. Yeah. It's like a Nissa kind of. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she, her loyalty started in count is three. And then she has minus two. When you cast your next creature spell this turn, search your library for a creature card with lesser converted mana cost, put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. Okay. <laughs> Just 
just holy cow Wait, that's, that is so powerful i like that too because it scales with the game here with vivian um yeah. you know you can plus her or whatever one turn and then the next turn say you've got let's just like a ton of mana you can yeah. do some pretty nasty stuff with that minus two yeah like to cast her you at least had to have five so assuming that you're able to untap with her yeah the next turn you can cast a five cmc creature and go get a four cmc yeah or even later in the game cast eight cmc go get a seven cmc i don't know what the heck your deck's doing but (laughs) you could be doing some very busted things (laughs) uh yeah and that plus one like we always say what's the most important thing a planeswalker can do and that's protect themselves Mm -hmm. and vivian here obviously doing that plus being able to kind of adapt the creature in a certain way to whatever game state you need Mm -hmm. it to adapt to the most vigilance reach or trample yeah and i love that her minus ability just pairs so well with her static yeah of just like maybe you cast her late in the game and you're like oh my my hand is empty well if you untap with her again like you're gonna have two looks you're gonna draw a card and you'll be able to look at that top card of your library and what's cool too is these two statics on her you know like a lot of times with the old planeswalkers that we saw in war of the spark the static abilities can be really annoying right like little yeah. teferi uh like narset <laughs> we forget about them constantly all the time all the time uh, i talked recently about how people keep forgetting tamio static ability yeah and it is is hysterical <laughs> but these two static abilities are uh based on you the person who has cast vivian mm-hmm. and not something your opponent has to remember which is great um and i think that these are just they're just they're not the same like level of oppressive that we saw in those other planeswalkers so i give these statics a thumbs up yeah absolutely same and then our other planeswalker is a new addition it's a uh, new boy have- yeah we've never met him before um he has a big kitty friend oh really good kitty uh, luca Coppercoat outcast um in my dreams the big cat is the planeswalker and this guy is just the dude who hangs out with you know, I know that's, that's my dream case, too but like i'm just saying let's just imagine it where okay. the planeswalker is the giant cat and this is just a dude who's around i'm definitely imagining that now perfect great <laughs> idea let's do it luca great. the cat uh costs three red red <laughs> mythic planeswalker loyalty comes in at five which is a really good um plus one exile the top three cards of your library creature cards exile this way gain you may cast this card from exile as long as you control a luca planeswalker so you get to draw cards and then play them uh mm-hmm. minus two exile target creature you control then reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a creature card with higher converted mana cost put that card onto the battlefield and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order Ooh, spicy wow okay really interesting and then there's a minus seven as the icing on the cake here which is my favorite part about luca each creature you control deals damage equal to its power to each opponent dang Yes. So you're going to have to take care of this like quickly because that's just like three turns down the road after they cast this. Yeah. And if you have any kind of board presence, that's you're probably dead because it's already late in the game by the time you get to six mana anyway. Right. So. Yeah. Or five. Watch out. Oh, yeah. Five mana. Oh, my gosh. Five mana for five loyalty. (laughs) Dang. Pretty good. Yeah. Oh, wow. Just, <laughs> just what I mean, that big cat is doing a lot of work as a planeswalker. Let's talk about um, some of these really spicy cards uh, that, yeah. that got revealed. Um, do you want to talk about, I'm okay, I'm just going to mention this because 
we haven't really uh, touched on the fact here in this show, we talked about in the upkeep, that there are cards in this set that have what are called Godzilla creature styles. And yes. um, meaning that they've got a new name, which is a famous like Godzilla monster from the Toho house, which Hasbro does license through. So this is probably how this deal got started. But there's a card in the set called Zalortha Strength Incarnate. But it is also available as Godzilla, King of the Monsters, with the Godzilla card style, um, which I think is really cool that Wizards of the Coast is giving us both options. Either yeah. you can have one that's like in the magic universe, quote unquote, which is Zalortha, or we can have the fun like Godzilla style, which is just basically it's look, it's called Godzilla. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I love that they were just like, do you know what? It is. It is Godzilla. It's just. It's just Godzilla. And let's I'm, talk about a world with giant monsters. That's the Godzilla here universe. Here we go. Here we go. And I'm a fan of calling it Godzilla and calling it Mothra and calling it Baby Godzilla or whatever. But <laughs> I know not everybody is. So I'm happy yeah. that we have both versions. And I'll just say what Godzilla does. In case you don't know, three green red for a seven three with trample, legendary creature dinosaur. Lethal damage dealt to creatures you control is determined by their power rather than their toughness. So it's a seven <laughs> seven, y'all. Nice. And That's it's going. Going in my Dino Singleton deck for sure. Oh, that's a big monster. A big papa. Yeah, yeah, it really, it really is. Um, yeah, there's, oh, I just, I, I can't even, okay, here's, I'll talk about one of the ones that I love because I love the alternate Godzilla universe art on it so much, which is um, Luminous Broodmoth, and then the Godzilla version is Mothra Supersonic Queen. Oh, this card is and really good, Megan. It's really good, and the art on the Mothra one, like, both the arts are great, but this Mothra one, I love. Beautiful. It is beautiful. Uh, so this is, yeah, two white-white for a 3-4 flying. Whenever a creature you control without flying dies, return it to the battlefield under its under its owner's control with a flying counter on it. That card's really busted. That is, it's just absurdly powerful. I really hope this makes its way into a standard deck and that I play it. <laughs> I mean, it certainly seems quite possible right because it, so it needs good. other creatures to be any good yeah. so i'm playing it in a creature deck so thumbs up it's got I mean, it also, evasion yeah it's also protection against getting wrathed you right you right you know like if you you know if you have all you play like your two and three drop and then you play this on four and they like wrath you you get that two and three drop back sick <laughs> if they didn't have flying so it's like quite good <laughs> Should we talk about a creature with mutate since you did nail it so hard? Yes, absolutely. And then talk a little bit about mutate because it is one of the trickier rules things that I think they have printed in a while. Yeah, um, I'm excited slash hopeful for when we are able to have Judge Rob on. Yeah, me too. To talk about some of these um, multiples of these new mechanics that we're seeing here, but mutate being the most important one. Okay. So do you have uh, a preference on a mutate card you want to talk about at all, or should we pick an easy one? I think that they're all really cool. So I think we can pick, you know, what's your fave? What's your fave so far? Okay. Well, I'm going to pick this one because it's uh, Mardu. Uh, King Caesar Awoken Titan, a.k.a. Great. Snapped X, Apex of the Hunt. And its yes. mutatability is really good. Um, 
which is going to be relevant ab about what I'm going to say about it in a second. But this is what Snapdex does. It's a mythic. It's a 3-5 for a 1 red, white, black. It has mutate for 2 and then white, white plus uh, hybrid mana, either red or black. Double strike. Whenever this creature mutates, it deals 4 damage to target creature or planeswalker in opponent controls and you gain 4 life. Jeez. Seems good. And... Yeah. um. The reason I want to mention that is because if you're a little bit confused about how mutate works, don't worry. We're going to have Judge Rob here on the show, hopefully very soon. Um, but the way that I have found it makes the most sense for me to think about it is what's happening when you cast mutate is you're either putting it over the card on the battlefield or under mm -hmm. the card on the battlefield. And whichever card's on top uh, is the power and toughness that you get. But what's happening is they're actually mutating into one form. <laughs> and I think that helps me like think about it and think about what would ha what happens in any instance is they're becoming yeah. one entity. And then they and then that that creature gets the benefit of being mutated, whatever card is over or under it. So it would have a double strike in this in this instance yeah. and whatever it had beneath. So if it had like vigilance underneath, right. you still get that, which exactly. is pretty sick. Because they're a one being. Yeah. Um, and also, if, I just want to talk briefly about Snap Dax's card type. Yeah. Which is Dinosaur Cat Nightmare. <laughs> Thank which you. I, I left that out. Which I really, really love. And the like the original, like the the mo the basic art of this, I guess to call it that, is actually <laughs> yeah. really cool because it's a giant dinosaur cat nightmare. <laughs> the basic art. <laughs> I know. Oh, no. But anyway, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So um, if this dies, they're both dead, right? After the, If they've yes. successfully mutated and your opponent kills it, they're both dead, which yeah. is why it's important that this card's mutate ability is so good. Because yeah. no matter what, if you're able to successfully mutate, it's going to do four to something. And if it mm -hmm. dies, well, I guess so be it. You've lost your awesome creature, but you have actually, you know, you've done something anyway. Yeah. Um, the other big question is, of course, what happens if you're trying to mutate in this and uh, the creature you're trying to mutate onto gets killed in response? Is your yeah. creature just resolves as its normal self? Um, yeah. And if there is mutate on the creature you're casting and the creature underneath it, they both have mutate triggers. They're both always going to happen. So you can have a huge mutate stack going on if you want to of a, a really <laughs> crazy beastie. And then you're getting like amazing bonuses every time you mutate it again, which I think yeah. is really cool. Maria. Yes. Um, I, I can't believe that you have gone this long um, without talking about a card that, you know, I think you know the card that I'm talking about. Which one? Your your aura best friend. Okay, yeah, this is a, this is um a commander uh, card here, uh, but I love it. And oh, we're talking about two different cards. Oh, we, oh, I see. Okay, okay, okay. We're, we'll do that one later. I know which one okay. you're talking about now. Yeah, Colossification. Yes, this. this. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> so Mark Rosewater, as we talked about, I think in our episode, like last week or two weeks ago was previewed, like kind of teased this card saying there is a, the biggest power toughness granting aura that they'd ever printed in the history of magic. And here it is five green, green enchant creature. When it enters the battlefield, tap enchanted creature, enchanted creature gets plus 20 plus 20. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and the art, is the most amazing thing in the whole world. It's a giant cat with a beautiful frilled ruff. Yes. I, I just love it so much. It's 
beautiful it is a beautiful giant kitten <laughs> look at how pretty he is best boy what a what a beautiful kit <laughs> <laughs> yeah i do love that card um people have said keep in mind of course you can tap down your opponent's creatures for the win too which is another sneaky little thing you can do with classification um but yeah no i'm just gonna attack you for 20 <laughs> <laughs> we all know what Mario wants to do. And I mean, cards do exist, like the card Aura Swap, for example. You can swap it for a different aura in your deck for two and a blue. Like, mm -hmm. boom, now I've got Colossification on my creature. Hello. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hello. That's 20. <laughs> That's 20. Yep. 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 Okay, should oh. we talk about a card with another new mechanic to get through yeah. these new mechanics? Yes, companion. Yeah, companion. Yeah. Um, I this <laughs> I'm gonna talk about one of my favorites for its creature type, which is dinosaur hippo. <laughs> uh, this is Karuga the Macro Sage, who is three uh, then green blue green blue so two hybrid mana and either green or blue for a legendary creature dinosaur hippo five four uh companion your starting deck contains only cards with converted mana cost three or greater and land cards and so the way companion works is that if you meet that companion qualification so if you have a starting deck that only contains cards with converted mana cost three or greater and lands then you are able to once per game cast this card from outside the game yes so it doesn't have to be in your deck you don't have to worry about drawing it it is it is there it is available for you to cast at least once and karuga says when karuga the macro sage enters the battlefield draw a card for each other permanent you control with converted mana cost three or greater i love companion i think it's so cool yeah it is it is really neat um People have mentioned like some some amount of concern about like verification of some of these things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, like with this one, like this one, they point out like it will be pretty obvious if your opponent casts a card with CMC like less than three. Yeah. <laughs> you you will know because it will yeah. be happening. <laughs> Yeah, ex because it will be there on the battlefield. But like this one, for instance, um, Lutri the Spell Chaser, who was just the cutest little elemental otter that ever happened. Just the cutest little otter one. Just the little, cutest little otter says each non-land card in your starting deck has a different name. Yeah. Which can be kind of difficult to verify in like limited or something. I guess. But also like say your opponent is cheating and they have... Yeah two of something in their deck and then they're like oh well i just cast one you know but then yeah. the other one has to st stay stuck dead in their hand because yeah, otherwise <laughs> you're gonna call them on it so like yeah jokes on them i guess they just have a yeah. dead card <laughs> fair enough fair enough um but yeah i think companion is very cool i love that it's playing with the space outside of the game yeah so do i and i think that was like kind of something i was talking about when i wanted cards to enter enter the battle zone and fight with each other who knows what was happening in the arena is what i called it last episode but i love playing <laughs> with that space which is like somewhere that exists outside of the game and kind of expanding magic from from that point of view um yeah and playing with that design space which um yeah, is really cool because it's just game adjacent, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, when we were earlier talking about some art. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have to talk about these Seb McKinnons. Ugh. 
the mythos cycle. Nonstop bangers once again from Seb McKinnon. bangers from Seb McKinnon. These are done in kind of like like a cave painting style. Yeah. Uh, and they are, they're just so cool. <laughs> they're so good looking. And when we were talking earlier, before the show started, I was like, Maria, what do you think it's like to be this talented yeah. as a person? Hey, Seb, if you're listening, what's it like to be you? Will you let like, us know? What's, what's it like to just be that stinking good at something? I just really need to know, Seb. Please What's let it us like to, to make every single shot you ever take? <laughs> what's, what would it be like if every time you, if you were a baseball player and every time you hit a baseball, it was a home run? <laughs> like. But- I mean, honestly, what would it be like? That's what that's the world we're living in with Seb McKinnon, as far as we're concerned. Exactly, that's what this is. Let's that's talk about this is. one of these cards. This one is the Mythos of Nethroy that I'm looking at right now, mm-hmm. which the art is gorgeous. Instant for two and a black. Destroy target non-land permanent if it's a creature, or if green white was spent to cast this spell. Yes, I love it. Okay, so explain this, Megan. Um, so the way it works is that like if you are only in black uh or you know you're you're not in these three colors you know green white black then you're gonna be able to still cast this you can just uh kill any creature with it it's basically an instant that says destroy target creature yep which is just yeah already very powerful but if you use green white black to cast it then you can destroy any non-land permanent you could destroy a planeswalker you could destroy an enchantment you could destroy an artifact and that's um, what's kind of going on with each of these mythos cards is you get an yeah. extra bonus if you cast them in kind of the um uh cons color wedge yeah. or whatever yeah that they're part of um which is just yeah i really i really like that i love that like we said, it's like a powerful spell on its own. If you're just casting it for black, you know, like two and a black. Yep. Um, and then it's even, it's made even more powerful by this bonus. Can we talk about the fact that cycling is back, Megan? Oh, can we, we can just talk about it forever? Be we so can, happy. Oh, if you happen to be newer to the game of magic, um, and you weren't around for Amonkhet, which is the last time that we saw cycling, correct? Gosh, I think you're right. Right? I think so. Um, And you're like, what's the big old deal? I don't get it. All it says is that you can like pay some mana and discard this card. And I remember thinking that. It's okay. Um, It's it's just so good. (laughs) You play with it one time. You'll understand why it's so good. Um, It's amazing to have this flexibility on cards in your hand that say, is... Like, is this what I need right now? Or will this become obsolete before I'm able to cast it? And like, it's just correct to play something else. Right. Exactly. Or to like try and draw or discard it to try and draw something else. I'm going to bring up a card here. This is Flourishing Fox, which is very simple example of this. It is mm-hmm. white for a one, one Fox. Whenever mm-hmm. you cycle another card, put a plus one, plus one counter on Flourishing Fox, which, hey, look, that's really cool. Build around on common is what we call it because... Maybe you have a cute little cycling deck happening, but it also has cycling on it. Cycling for a single colorless mana, or excuse me, a single generic mana. So just pay one generic mana, discard this card, draw a card. Either you can have your flourishing fox in play and build it up over the course of the game, giving it plus one, plus one counters by cycling, Mm -hmm. or you can cycle it.
it and draw something better later in the game because yeah. turn 10, turn 11, turn 15, you don't want a 1-1 one, one for one anymore, you know? Yes. It's just, it's so good. Like, um, so many really excellent magic players throughout the whole history of the game have talked about the power of cycling to like smooth a game of magic. It can smooth your bad draws. It makes it so that these cards, like maybe Flourishing Fox was the right choice for your deck. Maybe you did build a cycling deck, but it's still bad if you draw it on turn 10. Yeah. And it takes away that it's like, it's still saying, hey, you can go out on a limb and build this cycling deck. And also you're not going to be as punished for it if you draw this card late in the game than if you draw it early. There's a card here, Megan, that I just got to take a hot second to mention because yeah. like we talked about how this set feels so much like an unset because it's just <laughs> so wild. Here's yes. one of them. Uh, Voracious Great Shark. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First of all, it's a creature type shark, which yes. is great. Uh, it is a 5-4 for three blue blue. It's a rare. It has flash because obviously it's a shark. Yeah. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, counter target artifact or creature spell. So it comes in, howmph, it eats the creature, <laughs> and it goes back down into the deep. I it love just, it. It just splashes back down oh. into the ocean from whence it came. Yeah. I mean, Maria, how have we gone this long? How have we gone this long talking about Aquaria? Yeah. And not talked about Shark Typhoon? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maria. Let's talk about Shark it. Typhoon. This is five and a blue. For an enchantment, and it says, whenever you cast a non-creature spell, create an XX blue shark creature token with flying, where X is that spell's converted mana cost. <laughs> you create a shark with flying. Uh, so uh, how is the name of this card not Sharknado? Is that copyrighted? Probably. I, I assume it must be. Yeah, it must be. It must be copyrighted, but the art is everything that you could ever want. It is Sharknado, everybody. It is a bunch of sharks being sucked up in a typhoon. Um, this card also has cycling, and it is X1 in a white. When you cycle shark typhoon, create an XX blue shark creature token with flying. Uh, and I just love, like, we were just talking about how much we love cycling. I love all of the space that cycling does to design. It, like, gives all this cool space, right? Yeah. Of you're still using, you're only using up one mechanic, but it's stuff like this where it's just like, oh, it's cycling. It could be its most basic form. You're just cycling it and drawing a new card. Or it could be stuff like this where it's like, when you cycle this, you're going to make a flying shark. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. It is excellent and i mean how can we be mad about this set when there is a card called baby godzilla ruin reborn (laughs) (laughs) that's of course the godzilla form of this card uh the other name is polywog symbiote it's one in a blue for a one three frog which i guess is baby (laughs) godzilla and then it mutates into a dinosaur once it gets older anyway there's a lot of questions i have Uh, (laughs) each creature spell you cast costs one less to cast if it has mutate amazing whenever you cast a creature spell if it has mutate draw a card then discard a card very good baby godzilla very good great job baby godzilla you did it (laughs) you really did it baby godzilla oh i also love in the i'm looking at it on scryfall right now yeah um, and it's next to for me it's next to pouncing shore shark (laughs) which i just i love both arts of this it has one of the really cool comic book styles but then the original is also just like a shark with arms. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so funny to me. I love um, this it. is a 4-3 for 4 and a blue. It has flash. 
Um, whenever this creature mutates, you may return target creature and opponent controls to its owner's hand, which is just very excellent. That's really a great good. ability. Um, and it mutates for three and a blue. What a, yeah. What a world. What a world. We You're really s- are living in just <laughs> the wildest times. I mean, I... I love all of these cards so far and all of the uncommons get me really excited to play them in limited, which I think Mm -hmm. is been getting better and better with each set that comes out is wizards understanding that people love to build creative decks around uncommons. And that makes me really excited too. Right now I'm looking at the card Sprite Dragon, which is a little fairy dragon for blue red for a one, one Uh, flying in haste. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, put a plus one, plus one counter on Sprite dragon. I love that. Great. We know what we want to do now, you know, Um, and it's cheap and it's got a cool ability, blah, blah, blah. I love it. And the art of it is so cool. The it's art a tiny is little excellent. dragon with like beautiful fairy wings. Like creature type fairy dragon. Hello. Hello. Yes. Can oh, I just take I'm, a moment to say yeah. something? What? Uh, so I have sometimes gotten up on my soapbox about the fact that I want um, wizards to be a little bit sillier in sometimes in magic. Yeah. And I think that it's like Maria wish granted with a Corey. You you really cannot get much sillier than this. I am just over the moon with yeah. how just completely off the wall this set is. And I think plays in that very playful, fun space of magic where it just like fully embraces what it can be, which is just like big giant monsters doing stupid things. Um, yeah. A plus. A it's plus. like they were like, okay, Akoria, we could turn the dial all the way up to 10. And someone just grabbed it and like smashed it past, like through already. They just like broke off the dial. This dial goes to 11. They're like, we're done. Ikoria goes to 11, Megan, for sure. Uh, or, yeah, or, or past. What do numbers even matter in Ikoria? Yeah, you're right. I mean, this dial goes to like at least 13 for sure. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's, you know, it is amazing (laughs) and i am for one like so excited to play this online i think the limited environment's gonna be great um Mm -hmm. so i cannot wait for the 16th to roll around because let's go and honestly i cannot i just like can't get over all of the cool card styles and I feel like maybe there will be some people who are just like, this is too many. Like you have these like different Godzilla ones and you have the full art ones and you have the comic book ones. But like it's they're all just so cool to look at. Yeah, they definitely you know? are. I I am like the comic book style is spectacular. It looks awesome. I want every single card in this set and comic book style that is available in it. Absolutely. And honestly, anybody who is not excited about these, like, guess what? You can get them into the normal style and you can just yeah. go in that chair and shut up about it because <laughs> go in that chair, go in that chair. <laughs> because like, uh, yeah, this is, look at this card gem razor in its comic book style, three yeah. and a green for a beast Four four. it has mutate for one green, green reach trample. Whenever this creature mutates, destroy target artifact or enchantment opponent controls the comic book style. Of this card is OP. It's yeah. Oh, it's so cool. Oh, Maria, we found out what the what the new egg is. Oh, we did. We did. We did. Um, it's one mana for an O2. <laughs> and whenever this creature mutates, put a plus one plus one counter on it. Yay. I love, I love it. it. It's just a, it's a little egg that grows into whatever else. And I love the Godzilla art on it as well. Yes. It's enormous um, egg. Yes. Um, I'm 
yeah i'm super interested to see like also like what how does this common play into like the draft format of this yeah like are there going to be decks that like draft a bunch of these as many as they can get and then are just trying to like cast creatures for so cheap well it's gonna mutate to me is the most interesting thing about this set i want to see how good it is because getting two for one is as we know in magic very bad and mutate definitely is getting a two for one if your opponent kills it Mm -hmm. but are they really if you had a sweet mutate ability yeah i mean yeah exactly it's just so many interesting questions i like also so we know that we have pacifism in this set yeah um Mm -hmm. this is one of the classic removal quote-unquote removal spells in magic because it doesn't actually remove it but it's an enchantment aura enchant creature enchanted creature can't attack or block yeah and i love also that we have that as like a premium cheap common removal spell and we have that rare removal for two and a black but we also have common removal in black which is four mana three to black it's blood curdle destroy target creature put a menace counter on creature you control so but i was also thinking with like pacifism i love that it's one of like the the common removals because maybe there's also i mean there's got to be some amount of enchantment destruction in this set yeah Right. Like at least there's usually one. So like there's the chance that like, you know, you mutate your sweet creature and they're just like, oh, gotcha. Pacify it. Yep. And then later on, you can be like, got you back. <laughs> yeah. Like think about think about this. There's a card wilt in this set, which is one yep. in a green for an instant destroy target artifact go. or enchantment cycling too. So that's exactly like what I'm thinking about, because you can just put that in your green deck. And if they never play in an artifact or enchantment, you just cycle it away. Yep, exactly. And by the way, this card is the best version of this card they've ever printed. FYI. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think so. Yeah. Just Only like, one in a green and it has cycling. Better naturalize. Yeah. Um, oh i'm just scrolling past this cute the otters are so cute this little thieving otter he's just a little common two and a blue for a two two whenever thieving otter deals damage to an opponent draw a card but it's just a little otter running away with someone's bow (laughs) it's so cute megan i gotta tell you this is gonna be the hardest set that has ever existed for me to crown a cutest card Maria, there's a lot of cute cards. There's especially a lot of your specific brand of cute. Yes, which is like derpy, like weird looking cute. And yes. it is nonstop in the set. It is nonstop. Right? Like we have this cute little otter. We've got this cute giant cat. Yeah, we have this cute giant cat. And then there's just so many others. Honestly, even that little, like the little octopus. How am I ever going to choose? I'm not Have even you seen, the, you know, the little octopus that I'm talking about? No um let me find let me find him um he's a rare octopus can you all hear my cat snoring right now i can't hear him right now Oh, okay he is snoring and he's sitting right next to me this little octopus so i just imagine running out and grabbing things like scuttling out grabbing things and like scuttling back it's called sea dasher octopus one blue blue it is a rare for a 2-2, two, two, um, and it has mutate for one in a blue. Flash, whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. Great. You know, just like so, so good. You can flash, you can flash mutate it onto something that's like not even blocked yet. Uh, but also I just imagine it dashing out and grabbing things, <laughs> dashing back. Sloop. Sloop. Which is why I think he's cute. <laughs> Do you like this card, Megan? Boon of the Wishgiver, four blue blue. It's a sorcery draw four card, cycling one. Oh my gosh. How does that card suit you? So well. So well. 
I feel like you Amazing. might like it. I feel like all you I might want. like it. It's all I want. Draw four cards. Mm-hmm. All I want. Oh, I mean, I can, you know, I cannot wait to play this. It looks sick. This whole, this whole set. Before we like round out this portion, I do have to talk yeah. about a card from Commander um, 2020. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yes. Commander 2020, Maria. Yeah. So not only are Ikoria previews going on right now, Commander previews in full swing and a ton of cards from that set also look sweet. But one was previewed the other day, which is near and dear to my heart. And I don't know who I am if I didn't have a second to talk about this card. Slippery Bog Bonder, which <laughs> the name alone, I need to point out. Um, it just is you. Is <laughs> You I wanna... are the Slippery Bog Bonder, Maria. <laughs> it, the name, by the way. You got to pronounce it Bogbonder. You can't pronounce it Bogbonder, right? That doesn't make any sense. No, you cannot say the word Bogbonder. So what I'm saying is we now know the official pr- pronunciation of Boggle. Um, yeah. Anyway, three and a green for a three, three human druid with flash and hexproof. Okay, great. When Slippery Bogbonder enters the battlefield, put a hexproof counter on target creature, then move any number of counters from among creatures you control onto that creature. Yes. <laughs> The most hated card in Commander is here, everybody. It's here. (laughs) I love this card. Never in my life have I felt the need, not even even the urge, nay, the need to cosplay (laughs) as a magic card. Oh, Maria, this this just is, yeah, this is you. Um, and somebody who on Twitter, if you aren't following this person, you've got to give them a follow orcish librarian. It's at, uh, bibliovore orc, um, made up some flavor text for this card, which is, and I quote, to catch a boggle is impossible to befriend one just takes a kind word and some fish and then (laughs) attributed it to Ariam Holdy bog bonder. Oh, which is so cute because Ariam is Maria backwards. So thank you very much, friend. Um, I love your I love your flavor added for this card, and I love this <laughs> card. And I've got to dress up as this druid. Um, it's great. I love everything <laughs> about it ever. Yes. So also, yeah, as you mentioned, like Commander is also happening. Yep. <laughs> which is just so much. But what I what I like is that we have the return of partner partner's um, so cute i know i love the partner ones um we have trin and silvar um which is you know she she has her big cat she she's a human soldier with a cat nightmare friend i mean that's just we've all been there great we've we've all been there i've got a cat nightmare sitting next to me right now exactly um there's halden avid arcanist who has a cute little elemental hound oh um, great whose name is paco arcane retriever <laughs> i love it i i love it so yeah. anyways yeah lots of exciting stuff and some mutate and stuff in there as well uh for this new commander 2020 product that's coming out oh, just awesome yeah. everybody this is this is more than magical christmas land happening right now this is like every holiday rolled into one in a <laughs> and being fired and in a cannon at yeah. our faces everyone they were just like do you know what we understand that everything in the world is canceled what if instead we just throw everything at you online that we yeah. can yeah hey <laughs> here thanks. just all is thank you well human beings and monsters and anybody who's not a creature type human congratulations you can be mutated um yeah 
that's the show for this week. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for joining us um, on another week of Good Luck High Five. Um, shout out to every everyone out there uh, listening who's an essential worker. We've gotten yep. some messages from people who are just like, hey, you know, it's it's an exhausting time um to be in any of those fields and you know we appreciate the work that we're doing and the fact that you have to put yourself on the line to do it yeah thank you so Um, so much please be healthy and well um we're thinking of you and everybody else out there who's not an essential worker stay home Mm -hmm. uh remember to by keeping yourself safe you're also keeping other people safe Mm -hmm. thank you for doing so so far and hopefully our podcasts good luck i five the upkeep anything else we do is giving you some joy in these tough times i know that being able to talk to you every week is helping me so thank you for that thank goodness that we have this to record every week seriously otherwise i don't know what day of the week it is no but thank i you always for, know when it's monday thank you for letting us know that it's monday everybody <laughs> thank you so much for that uh and if you want to become a member of our family during this tough time head on over to patreon.com slash glhf magic um we didn't hit 750 which was my which was my new goal for the podcast yeah. but we are at 722 so i'm going to keep the goal open through april because you know why not and yeah. i still want those eggs I still really want those eggs. I'll buy a bag and hoard them and I'm going to hide them in my house. No, once social distancing is over, I'm going to go hide them in Maria's house oh my and gosh. not tell her where they are oh until no. we hit 750. Ah, help me, everybody. So they'll just be hidden somewhere in Maria's home. That's so mean. <laughs> it's like the meanest thing you could possibly do. I need those eggs, Megan. I need those Oh, and eggs. I'm going to hide them so well. Like you will never find them unless... <laughs> I tell you where they are. That is a challenge. <laughs> that is a mm-hmm. challenge. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, I'm laying it down. <laughs> um, but And thank you again so much to everyone who became a member of our family um, yeah. in March as part of Patreon Pledge Drive Month. We're so excited to send you these beautiful pins once we are able to be back in the office again. Yeah. Um, we will be there someday. And we will mail so many. I'm so like I miss mailing swag bags of things. I know. Me too. Me too. And so we're going to mail. We're just going to have a mailing spree. It'll when be a we're party. Able to. Mm-hmm. I think once we get out of this, it's going to be the biggest party that mankind has ever witnessed. Honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? Whenever, whenever this ends, I'm just going to, I'm going to party for a month straight. Yeah. <laughs> I won't sleep for a month. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for that. Nonstop party. <laughs> Um, but until then, friends, you know, be safe, be healthy, be well. We love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>